Hi, welcome to 3Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Let's get going. We'll start in down dog. When you're ready, go ahead, feel your hands, feel your feet, and just pause where you land. Notice where you placed yourself, right? So did you think about it? Did you feel it out? If so, cool, right? There's no A pluses or gold stars, but great. If you just kind of defaulted to down dog, thinking about something else, really dial in. Where are your hands? What direction are they pointing? Is it the right direction for your wrists, for your ability to press your hands down and forward? Are your feet about hip distance apart and pointing straight ahead? They seem like small details, but they're the foundation right, of every pose, how we place our hands, how we place our feet. Everything is going to emerge from how we place ourselves on these mats. And we get a construct of a pose, and sometimes it's just this gestalt of down dog or chaturanga or warrior one. And because we're experienced, we can move through them without these details. But it's kind of like baking and just eyeballing a cup of sugar eventually things start to get a little off. They work sometimes, but if we want to align with the physicality of a pose, attention to each detail, starting at the ground, is important. It's part of it. And will our attention always be pristine? No. Is that what we're going for? Yes. Landing somewhere close to that will be good enough. There is a big picture we create with each of these postures, with each, each flow we take on. But it starts with the small details. And if you can get one, right? just get one today, get the base of each pose. And are you arranging it well for you? It may look different for you than other people. Cool, good. But there'll be a standard for you that you hold yourself to. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop up there. Take ragdoll. One of the reasons we have these simple poses at the beginning, start paying attention to how you line up your feet. When you take a standing pose, ragdoll, toes point straight ahead. Feet are as wide as your mat or thereabouts. From there, everything can happen. Press your feet down and out. You feel your leg muscles engage. Draw your abdominals in, feel the hip crease deep in its fold. Let your arms get heavy, feel your side bodies lengthen, your breath move into those spaces between your ribs. Soften your face, your throat, the back of your neck, let your skull get heavy, your brain drain. Release the hands to the mat. Walk feet together. 
Again, you can check that they're pointing straight ahead for you. It's a little different for everybody, but close together, point straight ahead. Press your feet down. Rise up to standing mountain pose. Fan your toes, fan your fingers, the edges of your pose. Alive. Then hands to heart center. Pause and take the details of how you're placing your hands here. Thumbs are on your chest. They're making contact with the sternum, the heart behind the sternum. That breastbone center of your chest. And it's a cue for us to lift the chest, to spread out. Not to puff the chest up or to force anything, but to create buoyancy. Press your palms into one another. Feel the inner ring of knuckles. And so the structure of the hand that supports the arm balancing postures, the knuckles at the base of the fingers and thumb. They connect here, the thumb and first finger and pinky finger knuckles connect deeply. You'll feel the others, the middle and ring finger, not so much. That'll be the same on the floor. The breath in here, lift your heart, spread out. As you breathe out, feet down and into the floor. Abdominals up and in, get clear, then we'll move. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Keep your eye on the details you want to focus on. Exhale, bow forward. Definitely focus. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands precisely. Step back. Get a good plank lined up. Stay here. Breathe out. Make sure your plank is lined up. The wrists are directly under or in front of your shoulders. Knees down to upward facing dog straight from the plank. Breathe in. And breathe out. Down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. Breathe a high plank. Adjust. Be sure you've got the positioning before you bend your elbows to low plank. Breathe in upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. Uh, side note, if you don't feel you have time to line up your high plank well before low push up, uh, stay in the high plank. Work on it. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands well, step back, 
Be sure of your high plank alignment before lowering. You do have time, but you can't think of anything else. Breathe in, upward facing down. And breathe out, downward facing down. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. One more round, press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Align well before you deepen. Chaturanga is just a deepened plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Pause here, set your gaze. Check out what's going on with your hands and your feet. Empty your breath. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Oh. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift as halfway as you can on fingertips and heel toe your feet, hip distance apart, toes point straight ahead. Heart forward as you step your right foot back. Make sure you're in the lunge that's right for you, then press down your inhale, takes you up. Hands to heart center, chest in line with front thigh. Be aware of where you're placing your hands in relation to your shoulders. Step back high to low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Breathe in. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Press your hands down and forward. Bend your knee. Bring it to your right elbow. Come forward, forward, forward. Step. Be sure the lunge is good before you breathe in and come up. You have time if you're following your breath pace. Hands to heart center. Fingertips up front. Be aware of how you're placing them. Step the back foot up. You've got an inhale. Bring your feet together. Body to a halfway lift, like a real halfway lift. Squeeze back. And bow forward. Breathe out. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Exhale, fold. Hands come through heart center. They're tracing the path. It's helpful to have a path if you want to go somewhere and get there. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe the feet out. They're hip distance here. They're going to stay hip distance as you pick up the left foot, step back. Feet pressed down. You wait for the inhale to come up because during that time, you're adjusting your lunge. Hands to heart center. Chest in line with front thigh. Hands down. Be sure where they are before you start to lower on them. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. 
Breathe out, down dog. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back behind you. Breathe out, bend the knee, bring it to your left elbow. Step. You've got a moment there before the inhale comes in. Make sure the lunge is good before you add on. I'm sorry. Steps in front of the mat. Back foot steps up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Go again. Bring your focus to how you're setting these things up. Breathe in, reach, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, or about halfway with fingertips on the floor. Feet hip distance. Right leg steps back. Adjust as you breathe all the way up. Then breathe in. Reach up. That's one thing. If we see you reaching up too fast, we know you're not adjusting your lunge correctly. Hands to your heart. To the mat. Step back. Hide low. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Breathe in. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Bend your knee, bring it to the right elbow, step. Be sure of your footing before you breathe in, and reach up. Hands to heart, and to the front of the mat. Back foot steps up, you bring your feet together as you breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. And breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, and heel toe the feet, hip distance, be precise, draw your heart forward. Left foot steps back, you got plenty of time, adjust the base, deep as you want it or not. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to your heart, then to the mat. Step back, press the hands down. Be sure they're on the same line they're where you want them. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breathe in, left leg up and back. Breathe out, bend your knee, bring it to the elbow, step. Be sure this lunge is where you want it before it becomes a crest. Hands to heart, front of the mat, back foot steps up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Toe heel your feet apart. Take a little rag doll with a sway here. Just let yourself ease out of big focus, more to that, like, just being rocked by your breath. Give yourself some of that time. It's good to balance that. This uh, concept, though, of like, really paying like, attention to those small details, it's going to keep your mind present. It's also going to keep your body kind of engaged in a positive way. You're going to be able to lengthen the stance when you get a little more flexibility, when you get stronger. 
right? Be able to kind of adapt your, your planks more easily and uh, do what you need to do with your body. And if you think that you're so good at this yoga thing that you don't need to do it, then you don't need yoga. Like, just like, you're great. If you, if you are perfect in every way and you step in your body so, al- so well aligned all day long, uh, then you don't need this. Like, go save the world. Go do something else. Check in, do the mental work. If you are landing in the right positioning for you, great. You have a happy moment of of noticing. If you're not, you can adjust. Either way, you win. Winging it, it'll work only so far. And it doesn't help get us anywhere with our, our presence of mind. Release your hair and walk your feet together. But it, you know, sit back into Ukatasana, dig your heels and lift your chest and breathe. It's paying attention. It's not because you tend to be wrong, right? That's not it. This is the, it's what we're doing in this practice by definition. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push-up, be wherever your hands are. It's important because they're going to be there throughout this. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. So you really set them up for a few postures when you set them that first time. Breathe in, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. Breathe out, shift forward, right knee to right elbow. Be sure that the hands to shoulders is a good frame for a plank. This is a plank. Then inhale, reach up and back. Exhale, bring the knee across to the left elbow. Pull your heart forward. Be sure you're in that strong plank position. Inhale, reach up and back. Knee in toward your chest. Strong plank position. Breathe in, reach up and back. Bend your knee, open your hip, drop your left heel down. Press the floor down and forward, breathe. Back to center. Bring your right knee to the mat in line with the right hand. Spin your back foot flat as you do. Shift a little back so the hand slightly in front of the shoulder. Open into kneeling side plank. Press your standing hand down. Stack shoulder over shoulder. Stack the upper wrist over the upper shoulder. Wherever the upper shoulder is, that's where the arm is. Breath in. Breath out. We take a side bend. Reach for your front wall. Go palm down. Press your back foot down. So you reach long through ring and pinky fingertip. And then exhale, left hand down, put it in line with the right. Step back to high plank. To low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, child's pose. Just get off the hands for a moment. And the way vinyasa works, like you never know when you plant something, how long it's going to be before you get to pick that thing up again. And granted, you can always... Always adjust. 
that we were a planet in the beginning. Right? Like we want to stay. Right? And uh, so you don't have to think ahead. You don't have to think like what is coming. That's pointless. But a good structure of your hand on the floor for an arm balance is going to stay the same. Putting your hands down in the same line, being sure that, that that's going on, right? that's going to be pretty much indicative of every pose we're going to do. Right? We're never going to really do a pose uh, where the left hand is just slightly offline than the right. right? Uh, so right, you don't need to think about the future, but you're just creating right every time the feet are down, every time the hands are down. Right? There's a mental awareness that you're forming a solid foundation. Come on up to down dog. And then here, plant the hands for your down dog. Shift forward to a high plank. Check it out. Are they in a good positioning for the high plank? And uh, thumb, first finger knuckle, pinky finger knuckle. Right? How are they planting in your current position. How's the plank doing? Is your bum way up in the air? That probably means your hands and feet are too close. Do you feel really stretched out way too long? You're trying way too hard for this? Maybe too far forward. Press back down dog. Have a breath in and a breath out. And on your inhale, left leg up and back behind, three-legged dog. And exhale, we're coming forward, left knee to left elbow. But there's no different than we just shifted forward into that plank. Press the floor down. You just have a knee out to the side there. Breathe in, reach back up, three-legged dog. And bring it across, knee to right elbow. Same thing. Nothing's changing. You got a plank in the upper body. You just pull your knee across. Breathe in, reach up and back. Breathe out, bring the knee in to your chest. Rock forward. You're not trying to overshoot the arms. You're trying to make a plank. Heart can pull forward to lengthen the spine. Breathe in. Reach up. Bend your knee. Open your hip. Drop your right heel down. And straight down. Foot may have a preference for moving a turned out or turned in. You're going for parallel with the edge of the mat with the second and third toes pointing straight ahead. Heel in line with second and third toe. On your exhale, bring your left knee down in line with the left hand. Don't do anything yet. Uh, you just look to make sure that's on. Step the right foot back. And when you step it back into that same line, shift the shoulder a little behind left hand. So you don't have to actually move the hand there if you uh, adjust around the body. But again, it can't be a default. Press your foot down, press your shin bone down, press the standing hand down. Use that leverage into the mat to stack your shoulders. Squeeze your upper arm. Keep it steady right over the shoulder, wherever the shoulder may be. Breath in, and reach for your front wall, go palm down, rotating the arm bone. That's an important piece of that. Reach through ring and pinky fingertip. And when you exhale, right hand's coming down. Be sure it's on that line with the left. 
that you're in a good plank and down dog position with the hands. Get high or low pushing. Upward facing dog. And again, we're going to move back to child's pose. Getting off the hands. Okay. Very attuned to how the hands are placed. Good. In the, in the trajectory of this practice. There's a good chance that your wrists, your arms do have some sensation of work. Right? It won't always be exactly comfortable, even if you do have the right hand position. But you won't be feeling anything that's overwhelmed. There won't be any sharp pain if you've been doing this in the right alignment for you or at the right intensity for you. Next, inhale and come up to downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your head. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, eagle, right arm underneath, right leg over top. Hug the shin bones in towards center. This is going to take not looking, so keep your gaze straight ahead. But is your foot still pointing straight ahead, or did it turn when you disrupted the pose? Either way, like it's totally all right. Just notice what happened to your foot. Is it still where it was? Can you tell? Do you know? If you don't, start paying like just way more attention to it as a practice. On your inhale, unwind. You can kind of tell if you put... Big toes to touch and reach up. Do your feet feel parallel here? If not, go ahead, get them. Right. Left arm underneath, right. Press your right foot down. Do not let it move as you cross the left leg over. It's really common because uh, to compensate for that leg coming up, many of us will try to form a broader base by turning toes in or out. And uh, that just is. But if you're if you're aligning these poses properly and, and methodically and with attention to the detail, foot stays pointing straight ahead. And you only cross the leg as insofar as you can keep that toes pointing that set of toes pointing straight ahead. But press your standing foot down to see if you can locate where it is in space, what direction is it pointing. Then on an inhale, unwind and reach up. Then again, right side, right arm underneath, right leg over top. Cross it only so far and intensely as you can keep the standing foot pointing straight ahead. Breathe in airplane and keep the standing foot pointing in the straight ahead direction. Hands to heart center. Balancing half moon. We're not going to put the hand down. We're just going to open the chest to the sidewall. Foot stays pointing straight ahead. Bend your standing knee. Step back. Warrior two. Take a peek at your front foot with your eyes. Still there? Pointing straight ahead. Breathe out side angle pose. Press both feet down, draw your heart 
forward. Breath in. And as you breathe out, spin your back heel up. Plant your hands. Take the time to step back. Make the high plank good. Arrange hands and feet where they're supposed to be before you bring the chaturanga into play. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. And it doesn't take that long, but it does take all your attention. Downward-facing dog. You can check in here. Are your feet about hip distance apart? Are they parallel? Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Eagle left side. Left arm underneath. Press your right foot down. Notice any desire it has to turn in or out. There's just a real like heel shift that happens for, for most people. I've been watching yoga a long time. Breathe in, breathe out. Feel your foot on the floor. Only get the leg crossed to the degree you can maintain that footing. Unwind, airplane. Look ahead of you on the floor. Hands to heart center. Turn the body open to balancing half moon. Right arm is up, right hand is up. Tighten all your limbs. You bend the standing knee. You're really going to be aware of how you touch down. Is the foot online? Is it back far enough to create a warrior two? Take a big down, front toes. Second and third toe pointing straight ahead, heel in line. Side angle pose, breathe out. Breath in. When you breathe out, plant the hands. Be sure they're in that exact position you want them for down dog, because that's where we're going. Only lower to chaturanga after you know your plank is in line. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Feet parallel, about hip distance apart. Press your hands down and forward. Breathe in. Open your mouth, let it go. And tiptoe your way about halfway up your mat. Turn to the side you like for standing straddle. Walk your hands uh, out in front of you so that your body's parallel to the floor. Fingertips light on the mat. Turn your toes to the diagonals here. Really be sure you got the diagonal that works for your ankle. Right? It doesn't have to be exactly at the corners of your mat. Those are external cues. Uh, but... Toes turned out a bit so that you have some room to bend the knees side to side, inside lunges. If you never are able to get your knee in line with your ankle, uh, there's a good chance you got your foot turned in a way that's disadvantageous to you. Right? So if you're having trouble knees falling in a little bit or a lot, turn the toes slightly in. 
when we uh, build things, it's never the stuff up top. It's never the stuff up top's fault. Adjust the foundation. Build a good first story of the house before you start putting on like second floors or towers. And you are going to have to respect your bone structure or face the consequence. Uh, usually it'll show up in your ligaments and tendons. Come on back to center. And feet parallel. Walk your hands out again in front of you. Body parallel to the floor. Walk the feet out as wide as they go apart. Your straddle split. Split, indicating that we're just taking the feet away from one another. Not that you need to get to a certain point. Breathe here for three. I'm going to walk the feet in. You're going to keep walking them, keep walking them, keep walking them. And then feet together-ish. Big toes touch, heels slightly apart, get the feet pointing directly at the side edge of your mat again. They're parallel. Crouch down. And as you crouch down, you may notice you get, uh, definitely keep your hands on the floor or blocks. You may notice the heels pop up. That's fine. No big deal there. You may be able to work your heels toward the floor in this by sitting back. That's a balance thing, and it's also an ankle geometry thing. So you may or may not get the heels to the floor ever. That's fine. Hands as light as they can be on the floor or take them up. You're going to sit without dropping. So sit with control. Take the legs out to straddle. And then hinge forward just enough where you hit the first and the threshold of stretch and give a little side to side of the rib cage. So again, back to just going to flow once you have your heels Grounded toes, well, they may or may not be grounded. Your heels might be off the floor, but your toes point straight up. You're pressing your leg bones down. Those actions matter. How far apart your legs are does not matter. So if you have a real hard time with straddle, you may be trying too hard to get the legs wide. Uh, don't work against your body geometry. Don't work against your bone structure. But work your muscles. And so we can all squeeze the legs. We can all press the legs down. Do the things that are in your control. Forget about the ones that aren't. Come on back to center line. A breath in, draw your heart forward. And then a breath out. Bow. Take your time here with your breath. Let it move slowly through you. Inhale. Slowly come up to seated. Bend your knees in. We're going to turn toward the front of the mat. Bhattakanasana butterfly, catch hold of your feet and round. So you've got a cat pose really in the upper body. Navel to spine, 
lowest ribs back toward the wall behind you. Shoulders being pulled a little forward and stretch the spread of the upper back. Get a good spot on your feet or your ankles that you can kind of hang off of. And you're going to play with that a little bit in terms of leg length and arm length. You may need to bring your feet forward or back in order to get that feeling that you're kind of hanging off a little. If you have no idea what I'm talking about with the hanging sensation, move your feet forward. And on an inhale, draw your heart forward and up, sit tall. Hands on your shins. Do kind of the reverse of it. Press the shins back. Set your shoulder blades. Lift up through the center of your chest. So that's that breastbone sternum upward rather than forward. The lowest ribs then naturally stay in place. And then slowly release down. Bring, bring your knees together. Roll down onto your back. Hug your knees in. Pause there and feel sacrum. Lowest rib, back of your head. On the mat. The, the three heavy bits of the spine. Right. And they're grounding you here. And just like our hands or our feet when we're standing. That's the foundation of the postures here. And granted, we move, we twist, we, we bend, all those things. But you're looking for spinal alignment, sacrum, lowest ribs, back of head. And take your knees out to the sides for happy baby. And you're going to keep that. So this is the biggest one where we kind of curl in the tailbone area, curl in the sacrum. Resist that. You might need to bring your hands down your shins to keep the hips flat on the floor. Totally cool. Do that. The idea is that hips and leg bones are dropping heavy down in this pose. The actual translation of this pose is not happy baby, which is, it's dead bug. Um, happy baby sounds nicer, but it often leads us to that idea that you have to grab your toes and like potentially put them in your mouth or something like that. More so, we want to like splatter ourselves on the floor. It's a more uh, descriptive to what we're trying to accomplish here, particularly right before Shavasana. Bring your knees back in towards center. And uh, we're not going directly to we're not going directly now. Hold the knees in and then extend your left leg out. Pull your right knee up close to you. Pull really close in. As you do for most of us, tailbone and sacrum will rock up, they'll lift. Right? So release that until you feel your sacrum flat on the floor again. And, and don't fight it. Like, don't, don't try too hard there. Just let it land. That's going to be the place where you then take the twist, the knee across. Right? And for most of us, uh, if your right foot is somewhere around your left knee, that's usually about the spot. But why is it the spot? Because your sacrum was flat on the floor before you twisted. Breath in. 
breath out. When you inhale, you're going to unwind. Here's where you get back to center. You're probably going to use your feet to help you lift your hips. Slide back to the center of your sacrum. Start there. Right? Start at the, the lowest point of the spine. Then align your rib cage in your head. And left knee's coming in. Right leg's going out. Why do we do this part? This is, as you hug the knee in, a release for your right hip crease. You're just getting some space. Or you reach through the right foot. You really get long to the right side. Freeze up some space before we, we do the rotation. So then with the left knee, just let it move out to the point where you feel your hips, not only that they're down, but they're like they're heavy, they're grounded. You're not trying to work against yourself to get them down. Then knee across. And you will have the, uh, if you do that, every time you have the perfect alignment for your twist, right? Usually, again, you can spot check it with, it's like a foot to knee thing. So the uh, left foot to right knee here. But instead of spot checking it, if you have the awareness of your sacrum, even better. Next inhale, undo it, come back to center, just check in, go back to the idea of leveling out your sacrum, then bringing rib cage back of head into play, and then we'll do it one more time. Let your legs form the happy baby shape. Catch hold wherever you can catch hold with your hips feeling heavy and like you're not trying too hard for it. Like some of us, we can hold up higher, but we have to push, push, push. Don't do, You don't need that. You don't want that, actually. That would be disadvantageous in this pose. Uh, you can then extend the legs out toward upturned straddle pose. Again, as you do that, you may feel tailbone starts to rise, low back starts to curl. Go back to sacrum level and heavy. Wherever you get the legs to a sacrum level and heavy, that's it. Breath in. Breath out, slow release to Shavasana. You've already set yourself up for it. You've already got the hips grounded, the rib cage grounded, the head grounded. That is the reason for those happy babies before, or the dead bugs before Shavasana, is that your spine has been in the, in the proper positioning. But check in. There's something shifted during takeoff. Shift it back. You have this time to rest. For sure, to recover, for your body to learn from the practice in this recovery space. And that is where the learning happens, not during the doing, but in the rest afterward. And of course, the, the practice of Shavasana, of corpse pose, that is integral to this. It may not be as, as fun as a pose called Happy Baby, which we'd all prefer to be. But it reminds us every day, every practice, that this life that we have is precious and fleeting. That you got today.
reminds us to use today well. When you feel ready to move again, start with a little wiggling of your fingers and toes, find the edges of yourself. And then you'll roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Take your time. Breath in. Breath all the way out. We'll bring hands together at heart center. Press palm into palm, seal the inner ring of knuckles, feel the fingers, the small space between the cups of the palms. Take a moment to lift breastbone to thumbs. Lightness at the center of your chest stays as you bring thumbs to forehead center. That was excellent work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Have a great day. See you soon.